who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakaway. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levan. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where you're going to walk away wondering why the heck you just wasted 20 minutes of your life listening to that podcast. I'm Steve, Poetry in Motion Olivas, and my partner across the way from me is James, a busted haiku break well. How are you doing tonight, James? I'm, uh, I'm sure I should be insulted by that, but I'm not quite sure how. I just... <laughs> well, I have, It'll be I have, multisyllabic, whatever it is. I, apparently, too many syllables in all the wrong places. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah ooh, all right. <laughs> Well, this is the podcast where we argue about topics that mean nothing on the surface, but still waters run deep. There's a lot of iceberg beneath this little point, and that's what we we spelunkle for on this show. <laughs> uh, that, that's definitely not a word, but I'm going to allow it. In fact, I'm going to add it to my vocabulary. Let's do a little spelunkling. <laughs> not spelunking, right. spelunkling. So We're going to need you to use it in a sentence later to make sure that you've got a command. I feel like it's a, a combination of spelunking uncle and I, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know why those two words needed to be joined but apparently they did and I well, feel a little weird for it yeah we actually have a really important topic tonight one that came up very organically we were thinking about debating what's the most important candy bar and we were trying to figure out what the one and two were so you'd have some rivalry and it right. came up that it was a debate it was it was uh, one was Snickers and two was Reese's peanut butter cups and that that really caused some mixed feelings in us because is a Reese's peanut butter cup a candy bar? Well, uh, thankfully, we have a podcast to figure that out, so we're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we are going to take sides on, is Reese's peanut butter cup, is that a candy bar? And I guess it's weird because candy bar is singular and peanut butter cups is plural, so I'll just kind of mix them up and say, is Reese's peanut butter cups a candy bar? How's that sound? You can say, is a Reese's peanut butter cup. Like, it doesn't have to be plural. There's no, there's no law that says the word has to be permanently plural. Uh, you're well, used they come of... in twos, don't they? Oh, they can come singular, too. Have you, have, oh, I know it's it's been a few decades since you've been trick-or-treating, but they absolutely come singular. You're, decades? You're... Hell, I go every year, man! <laughs> Your abuse of the English language tonight concerns me, but feel free <laughs> to make Reese's Peanut Butter Cups singular. I'm going to allow it. Uh, just because you are too stodgy to go get free candy from all of your neighbors that you only I, marginally tolerate for the rest of the year is beyond me. I only had kids so I could go trick-or-treating. Are you kidding me? That's my favorite holiday of the year. Forget Easter, forget Christmas, forget all of those others. Give me Halloween. Give me six Halloweens. I'd be happy. Just replace every other holiday with Halloween. Do I we will actually walk agree on something? Yeah, apparently, unless we flip a coin and then we're going to disagree passionately. <laughs> God, I feel so dirty. All right. Yeah, you definitely strayed into the wrong territory there. But let's let's start off before we flip. Let's start off by saying something nice because I have something legitimately nice to say to you this week. I you, oh, okay. Well, I'm a I little guess, confused and now I'm concerned. That not, do you have a tumor? Are you okay? <laughs> nice by my definition. So this oh. week, well, I guess last week you <laughs> lost the debate. And you had to do a penalty video, and this week you decided not to emotionally scar our viewers. 
and you didn't do your freaking whatever it was with the macaroni, you reenacted Beetlejuice. And you you were natural. You in fact you were a little too natural as yeah. you acted out demonic possession. I started yeah. to wonder if maybe that's just your natural state. It would explain so much about you that you've always just got this demon clunking around inside of you and you just chose this reenactment to express it to us. So so thank you for revealing that part of yourself to us and uh, now I'm going to hire a priest. Yeah, a couple things on that. <laughs> this is why I get along with you so well. It's because oh. I'm accustomed to dealing with an inner demon and so <laughs> grappling with you just reminds me of that struggle. And secondly, your compliment started off with a lot of good momentum. I thought, <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're going to actually hit the tape on the finish line on this one. And then you just veered off course into the crowd and drove right. You were like Thelma and Louise going right at the cliff. And I knew it was coming, and it ended up just spilling over. So, so close. Some, some week I'm going to slip up and actually say something nice, but not this week, and hopefully not ever. I can't imagine what'll happen to the earth. It's like when Egon was explaining to Bankman what'll happen if you cross the streams. Yes, and I, I do get that reference. I'm surprised. Usually your references are at least 40 years old, so congratulations on breaking into the 80s this time. <laughs> that was 1984, but all right. <laughs> well, my compliment to you actually piggybacks on your semi-compliment semi to me, but I compliment you on not having a bone to pick with me this week. I'm usually coming in a little bit defensive and on guard <laughs> because it's like walking through a dark room knowing you're going to get punched at some point, but not knowing when or which angle it's going to come from. And this week, you didn't have that bone to pick on the front end. So you actually, you, you sort of... You, you you surprised me with an attack out of the dark that I didn't see coming. So congratulations. <laughs> I uh, I actually disappointed some people. People were actually asking me, what was my bone going to be to pick with you this week? They look forward they to me really tearing into you. Yes. And I said I didn't have anything, so I was just going to have to have my bone to pick be that you exist, and that was my problem. But you know what? I decided, no, no, we're going to go with demonic possession instead. We'll save the fact that you exist for a, a future grievance. Wow. I can't imagine what got redacted out of that statement, too. <laughs> <laughs> to make you come up with what you ended up with. But anyway, all right, so we have the compliments out of the way. And James, I don't want you to think that I have nothing good to say about you. I'd rather have the truth be told, which is I have very few good things to say about you. <laughs> That's more than zero. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, believe it or not, have the Guam quarter wow. of fate with me. And uh, I'm prepared this week. I have all of my equipment. I have the all Gizmo dongle. Wow. That's, I know. Did your did so, your wife pack for you? <laughs> well, that's why I have enough underpants this week. So yes, and they have my name sewn in them too. Way too much information there to all our listeners again. Every every week, I feel like we get further and further into the broadcast until we lose them all, and that was the moment where they were gone. I don't know what how how bad does it have to be before we lose seven people? I you know what is a. I think they drift in here randomly. They drift out here randomly. It's We could have lost them already. Who knows? But at this point, if they were listening by accident and still here, definitely gone. All right. Well, my mother's still listening because she used to sew my name in my underpants. So she's not offended by that. Yeah. The only, the only way she's still listening is if she's deaf. But you know what? More power to her. Maybe she's just looking at it for the eye candy over here. That's a little bit of an oxymoron, and suggesting that I'm eye candy to my mother is rather not crazy. not you, me. Oh. I, nobody, nobody's looking at you. Let's be honest here. That's <laughs> a, that's the point where you just pray you go blind. 
Okay, we're kind of straying far afield from our complimentary stand that yeah, we had just... a moment ago. All right, I will flip the Guam quarter of fate and uh, tell me what the two sides will Okay, be. so heads, I have to say it's a candy bar. Tails, I have to say it is not a candy bar. All right, heads yes, tails no. Here we yes. go. Oh, oh, I did that like an ex- Ah! <laughs> you know, what I is going a, on down there? There's a lot. It doesn't. I'm falling down the steps carrying a drum set. I don't know. Well, I have to tell you what it landed on ultimately because I caught it, flipped it on the back of my hand, and as I was lifting it to the camera, it slid off my hand and then bounced twice off the desk. So you do the physics math on that one, and I will say ultimately it ended up as heads. So you have that Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is, and I did mix up verb and subject and predicate didn't match in that one. You have is a candy bar. Is a candy bar. Thank God. I got the winning argument again. This quarter loves me. Loves me. It's clearly a candy bar. It's a chocolate uh, container wrapped around peanut buttery goodness. I mean, it's packaged like a candy bar. It's sold with other candy bars. If you go to the store, it's right next to Hershey bars, Nestle Crunch bars, Hunter Grand bars. Reese's peanut butter cups are right in there. And the whole thing that kicked off this debate is it a candy bar? It was on the list of best-selling candy bars. Like, this was a flawed debate from the start, but I knew the quarter would favor me, so I went for it, because I knew this was going to be the easiest win ever. It's on the candy bar list. It's in the candy bar section of the store. Case closed. Shortest podcast ever. You know, the word bar is right (laughs) in the name candy bar. And I don't know what a bar looks like on the Breakwell estate, but if you look at, like, uh, in uh, what is a gold bar? It, is it just like catch as catch can, just sort of random shapes? It's like the Lucky Charms marshmallows? No, it's a bar. Now, bar could be something that you visit and have a little snifter of brandy or what you visit and have your crazy craft beer. But with candy bar in the name, is a peppermint patty, a York peppermint patty, is that a candy bar? No, it's a patty. It has patty (laughs) right in the name. Peanut butter cup has cup right in the name. A cup and a bar are not the same thing. Any more than, like, a car and a chicken are the same thing. Put any two nouns that don't make sense together. They're not the same thing. A Reese's peanut butter cup is unique in the marketplace. It doesn't have to be anything other than a Reese's peanut butter cup. It's not a candy bar. Candy bars have a certain shape to them. You gotta get past the name. Is Mountain Dew literally Dew from a mountain? No, that's just the name. It's branding. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup. It's not literally a cup. It's a a candy bar in a round shape. I mean, how how rigorous are you going to be with this definition? Definition. Look at a hundred grand bar. It's or a Babe Ruth bar. They're all lumpy. They're not really square at all. They're kind of vaguely rectangular. Is that still a candy bar? <laughs> yes. The shape isn't the determining factor. It's it's the function. It's a it's a unit of candy of chocolate wrapping something else in a, in a single serving size. That's what a candy bar is. It is candy in a in a bar sized increment that you can eat and consume quickly. And the fact that they put cup on there is just it's just branding it's just marketing i mean you don't drink from it it's not literally a cup you got to get past that it's a candy bar it's not descriptive i mean it's not a branding it's descriptive it's telling people what it is if you have a flying saucer can it be a parabola no it's a saucer and i had to crack open my geometry textbook to figure out what the hell a parabola is but as long as you're in all of these weird vaguely trapezoidal (laughs) candy bars that you're talking about Like, uh, the word saucer is in flying saucer. You can't have one that's shaped like the Star of David. It doesn't work that way. Come on. 
there, there were entire okay and again you're just going to call me a nerd you're going to totally invalidate this argument oh, but it, no. it matters <laughs> star oh, trek no. the enterprise oh. comes out that goes back in time all the time and there have been several episodes or at least one where they're like oh my gosh there's a flying saucer it's not a saucer it's got all sorts of other stuff coming out of it but you, but you call it that uh, even a flying saucer, the traditional shape, isn't what a saucer looks like because a saucer is one-sided and an actual flying saucer shape is double-sided. It's kind of a, a vague description. Like, is a Toblerone bar, is that a candy bar? Yes! Even though it's triangular, it doesn't have four sides, it has three. But you know what? We all agree, without question, that's a candy bar. Because the shape isn't the determining factor. It's the it's the form and the function, okay? It's the chocolate wrapping something up that comes in a single serving size package. That's what a candy bar is. A Toblerone bar is a candy bar. A Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is a candy bar. A Hershey's bar is a candy bar. And that's why they are all lined up in the grocery store. If it's not... If it's not a candy bar, why don't they sell it with the assorted chocolates or something else? Why do they sell it in the candy bar section? Answer me that. Because of its size. It happens to be the right size packaging to fit in with all the other boxes of candy bars. That's the genius of of M&M Mars packaging it the way that they did. They took something that's not a candy bar, similar to a York peppermint patty, and they created a packaging that's going to make it work where everyone is standing and staring and all the kids are drooling and licking all the wrappers on themselves. And by the way, when you say it serves form and function, you're half arguing my point. The form is a bar. You can talk function all you want. It's wrong. But you're right. The form is what we're talking about. And uh, stop making up words with all your uh, nerd stuff. The beautiful thing about your arguments when you're pulling nerd stuff out of the air <laughs> is that you can make up anything and I'll have no idea what you're talking it's about. True. And so you can tailor whatever you want to <laughs> say to your argument. It is, it is absolutely true. They go back in time all the time in Star Trek. And you know this because you've seen the more recent movies because you can't be bothered to sit through an actual you know, TV <laughs> show. You've got an intention span about that long. But it happens all the time. They go back and people say it's a flying saucer. Again, the, the actual shape doesn't matter. As for form, I don't mean it. It's not literally the shape. It's kind of the overall uh, you know, being of it, the essence of of the of the of the the candy kind of like a Kit Kat bar I mean that's not really a traditional candy bar shape I mean it's what? super long and super skinny but that's clearly a candy bar a Twix bar is a candy bar but it's long and stringy uh, you know it, it, a Reese's peanut butter cup is too in the same vein it, it even though it's more rounded than the other ones I, I think it's you put more it out there. Rounded. <laughs> it's it's it is more rounded, but it's it's still a candy bar. You line it up with all those other things. Here's the ultimate test. Okay. If you if you laid all these things out unwrapped and told a child to come out and point to and say which one of those things are candy bars, yes. they would not single out a Reese's peanut butter cup as not being a candy bar. They they would call it a candy bar. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You would say to the kid, pick out which one is the candy bar or which, which, one which, is which not? ones which ones are candy bars? And you know they they'd single out, they'd say a Tootsie Roll is probably not a candy bar. You know why? A Tootsie Roll is one ingredient. You bite through that Tootsie Roll and it's just more Tootsie stuff. That's that's well, all it is. It's just taffy. But a but a, a, a Reese's peanut butter cup, it has layers. It's it's a candy bar. The layers okay. are the key. You cannot pull Toblerone out of your hind end and talk about a single ingredient candy bar. That thing is solid Swiss chocolate, man. No, no they it's have got ones with caramel stuff in them. In they have yeah. ones with a little nougat. Well, look at a Hershey's bar. What is a Hershey bar? Those are the simpler candy bars, but that's a, again, it's the chocolate. 
in there as well. So you all can see the point that there are single ingredient candy bars, or I guess chocolate has lots of ingredients in it, but they're, let's call it single layer. But like a Tootsie Roll, it's taffy. Like that's really what it is. It's chocolate taffy. Like the whole essence is different. But the basics of a candy bar is it's chocolate coating something or a solid chocolate, you know, chunk. Be that a block or a circle or a ball or whatever. They're all candy bars. That's why it's on the list. What, what other category would you put it in? If this were not number two on the all-time best-selling candy bar list, where it is, what list would you put it on? Candy. It's the best-selling candy. It's just candy. A chocolate-covered raisin is not a candy bar just because it's chocolate-covered something. You can't define the candy bar by being chocolate around. So you can cover a Lego piece with chocolate, <laughs> and it's not a candy bar. It's got other. It's got other traditional candy elements. Peanut butter is a very traditional uh, element. I mean, if you get down to the ingredients, I mean, there are other candy bars that have very similar ingredients. It's not really that different than a Twix. I mean, when you get down to it, I mean, Twix can have peanut butter in them. They have some caramel in them instead. I mean, you look at, uh, is it Babe Ruth that has the, the peanuts in them, but they're not mashed? I mean, if you mash those peanuts into peanut butter, boom, you've made a peanut butter cup. I mean, it's the That'd same be- basic ingredients in a slightly Baby different Ruth. shape. Yeah. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's it's the same. It's the it's the same thing. It's the same ingredients, the same size, the same section, the same list. The candy industry accepts that this is a candy bar. Who are you to overrule them? It's a billion dollar industry, and you're just some guy in a hotel room. I I just don't see it. <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. Oh God, <laughs> just kill me now. Yeah, your argument is starting to spin like an airplane that's what? about to hit the side of a cliff. So. I, your I whole thing, when you get down to what ingredients, man, you're starting to get, you're, you're def- I don't you, know. Your whole argument is the word, that it has the word cup in it. That's all you've got. It's a, it's a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it's, it's still a candy bar. It's still in the candy bar section, whether you like it or not. I mean, I, I, I don't know why this is so hard to comprehend. So what type of candy specifically, let's accept the candy bars and everything else. They're all in the candy subheading. So where in the candy kingdom do you put a Reese's peanut butter cup if it's not a candy bar? Classify it, is, it for me. It is in uh, the uh, genus and species <laughs> is Reese's Cupus, and it's a unique one in the marketplace. <laughs> There's not one other piece of candy that can be compared to it, huh? Well, I take York Peppermint Patty because that has the same issue that a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup has. And so do, um, what are those little discs that people buy? They have like, uh, they have like, um, like a white poppy seeds all over them and they're a chocolate disc. I can't even think of what that's you're, called. You're going back 40 years again. These are things they ate during the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah, you know, during World War II, <laughs> yeah. the candy that the kids would get at the dock for a maybe, nickel maybe when they had more than pencils. 40 years. But yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Your childhood was sad. We all feel bad for you. That doesn't mean you have to rain on our parade. I mean, those mints, those mints, they're much smaller than a candy bar. I mean, they're, they're itty bitty. Uh, they're thin. They're small. It's not. It's not the same real serving size as a Reese's peanut butter cup. And Reese's they're peanut about butter cup the same net weight as a peanut butter. No, cup, No, you are wrong. I would bet you that a Reese's peanut butter cup weighs three to four times as much as a mint, at least. A, a, a York peppermint patty. Yes, yes. I'll I would take that. I'll bet you a dollar. All right, I bet you a dollar that a Reese's right. peanut butter cup weighs three times more than a York peppermint patty. 
I don't know how we're going to resolve it because we can't Google it right now. That would ruin the show. It's, no, hold on, everybody. Well, we pause it, it and we'll – yeah, okay, next week. We'll, we'll, we'll bring this back up. All this right. will come up. i got to think of all the things I want to spend my dollar on. Maybe oh. people can tweet me that. <laughs> and people on Twitter can visit your Twitter feed to vote on who won this week's Twitter debate. There's a poll that you put up on Exploding Unicorn on Facebook, at Exploding Unicorn on Twitter. And you've got to come up with the numbering system so people know oh, how to vote yes. for Steve. Get on my grand box of dice here. I know this is Steve's favorite party. Any, what kind anything... of dice do you use? Do you just use two regular six-sided dice? How would I, how would I roll a nine on a six-sided dice? Do you pay any Cheat? attention Lie? to this? I don't know. <laughs> these are these are ten-sided dice. These are role-playing dice, which I know oh. burns you like fire. But these are these are things people use for fun. So all right. So if you think fun. I won the debate, which I did, if you think a Reese's peanut butter cup. Is that, oh, and again, you're, you're not voting for, for which one you think. You're voting on who won the debate. So if you think I had the better argument that it's a candy bar, vote for 40. If you think Steve and his crazy it's not a candy bar argument won, <laughs> well, vote I'm for trying to influence the jury. 74. Nice. No, not at all. I'm just playing it like it is. And if you want the random option that's no good for anybody, you're going to go with two. Just a straight up two. Wow, Uh, that's Willie Randolph's number. Derek Jeter wore that number, too. You know, you said a number last week, too, and somebody called you out. Your reference was completely wrong. Like, I don't know. I know, it was. Yeah, yeah, you should feel bad. Last week you were wrong about the number. This week you're going to owe me a dollar. Uh, So that's that's a thing. So that happened. So, uh, again, two for the random one. Uh, I think it was, what was it for me? I already forgot. 40, 40 for you. 40 for me, and what was it for you? 74 for Steve. 74 for Steve, 40 for James, and two for the random. And I'm going to have some amazing third option. Apparently, I keep using dinosaurs. I can never remember what it is from week for week. But the the people (laughs) love the random option. They really do. Uh, And while you're here, be sure to click subscribe. Because, again, we don't make any money off this. Sometimes big-name singers come in when we use their copyrighted work, and they make some (laughs) money from it. But we never make any money from it. So hit that subscribe button. Uh, We're on YouTube at Wrong and Wronger. We are on uh, Stitcher. We are on... On SoundCloud, we are on iTunes, we are on Podcast Addict, always on wrong as wrong and wronger. So search for that, hit the subscribe button, and suffer through this every week with us. We're here doing it for absolutely no reason. You might as well join us. And uh, next week, what will we be talking about that they may join in and listen to? Uh, well, first of all, we're going to be talking about how I'll spend my dollar. That's going to be pretty important. Then after no, that, I, I have, have no a list idea. Of things that I will buy for less than a dollar. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the topic, (laughs) how far, how much lead time did we have before this taping, before we decided what the topic was going to be? Uh, you maybe half an hour ago you texted me. It was uh, it was pretty much, pretty much instantly random. These are these are not things we're deeply passionate about until that coin flips and we start arguing. And then it's the most important thing in the world. And this is the hill I will die on. I will never, for the rest of my life, believe a Reese's peanut butter cup is anything other than a candy bar. All right, let's get out of here. We'll wrap this thing. Until next week, and uh, you can get this kind of frivolity every week with your host, Steve Olivas and James. Penalty. We didn't mention the penalty. Oh, well, I don't know that our penalty varies any anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you have something in mind? Okay, so that's what the vote is. Well, we didn't discuss this beforehand. We get to do some sort of gluttony-like punishment wherever somebody has to eat all the Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, but you know what? I, I don't want to gain 65 pounds. So let's just say, let's just do another movie, I guess. We're just going to keep rolling. You proved that you could do it without making the audience throw up. So I'm going to trust you again <laughs> for what you lose this week. We're going to do another embarrassing movie scene. Loser has to act it out. 
All right, so you'll, you're going to get to see James's daughters doing something that he wants them to do instead of him when he loses this week. So until next week, pay attention to the penalty video, but you got to vote in the meantime. Go to Unicorn's feed and vote. And uh, until next week, this is Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying this was the best we could do, and we are sorry, everybody. Thank you for listening.